Hi, I'm Julie Kerr, and welcome to the Geek Loves Punk podcast. I wrote and directed the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk, and the movie touches on subjects including geek culture, LGBTQ plus culture, and positive expressions of religion and spirituality. Uh, the podcast dives into these subjects with humor and thoughtfulness, so the romantic comedy inspires this awesome podcast. So please enjoy this episode. Also, um, just going to plug my website. It's juliekerrstudios.com. If you uh, check out my website, my friends say it looks really cool and professional, and my mom was impressed. So if you check out my website, uh, you can actually, um, that's where you can watch the movie that I made. Uh, You can also join, I I would love for you to join my email list. If you join my email list, um, you can get discounts on my movie and and, and other stuff. And you also... um, Oh, you immediately get access to a video and PDF and a series of videos that help you uh, learn how to cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into your life every day. So well, f- without further ado, enjoy this episode. Hi, everybody. This is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy Geek Loves Punk. And today's episode, I'll be talking about why Star Wars is a thing. Um, first thing I actually want to say is that um, my best friend, his mother passed away yesterday, uh, Thursday. Um, I'm recording this on a Friday. So um, what I want to say is I know she, they put her on hospice for a probably about a day or two and then um and then she passed away Thursday so earlier in the week I was like I have a day job and I was at work and I cried at my lunch but then yesterday I was on my way to work and when I found out she she had passed away I I felt a real peace from her um I feel she's in heaven because that's what I believe in um and in heaven I believe she's doing cartwheels and eating all the cake her heart desires she really liked cake so this weekend my best friend he had coffee and cake in her honor and today I had a piece of I went to Whole Foods had a piece of cake and coffee in her honor they're not going to do a funeral because of COVID-19 so they're getting her cremated and then when COVID-19 is over and it's safe to travel uh, they're going to do like a memorial um, and I'm going to go to that but that's in Virginia and I live in California but anyway, uh, but so this weekend I'll just be via Zoom. Uh, my best friend's in Virginia. I'll be spending time with him. So with this podcast, my energy might be a little low, uh, but I just wanted to, you know, get the co- excuse me, get the podcast done. Um, and so the I, I shot the YouTube video. I had planned this blog a, a week or two ago. So I'm gonna move forward on the subject. But, okay, so it's called Why Star Wars is a Thing. Okay, so I've actually met a lot of people who don't watch Star Wars and they don't know what it's about. Okay, so I I can tell you my early memories of Star Wars, I was a little kid and I grew up in small town Virginia and for some reason we were in D.C., which is a huge city, Washington, D.C., and we were, like, visiting some friends and I remember they were watching Star Wars. So that's one of my first memories of Star Wars. Because uh, it was made in the 70s. And the original trilogy. Uh, but I meet people nowadays who are like, I, they don't understand the Star Wars thing. And I totally get it. Because like, it's, it's space opera, right? So it's, uh, it's lightsabers and it's 
aliens and it's droids and it's you know it's spaceships so it's totally okay if Star Wars is not somebody's cup of tea like you you just don't have to be into Star Wars (laughs) there's no pressure so I kind of what I run into is people who feel pressured to be into Star Wars you don't have to feel pressured for me I love Star Wars so when I was in high school uh, there was like nice nerds and I, believe it or not, I, I was nerdy in the sense that I like to read and I didn't quite fit in in high school, but I wasn't necessarily like quote unquote a nerd in high school. Like, um, if you, uh, you know, if we're talking like Saved by the Bell and we're talking like Screech, I wasn't really like a Screech. I was more just, I just didn't quite fit in and I really liked to read. So I was definitely, I guess I could say, this is going to sound super pretentious, but I guess I could say I was an intellectual, like I really liked learning. Uh, so that way I was a nerd, but I wasn't, I wasn't screech. I didn't fully identify as a nerd actually until I was like, um, until I was an, an adult. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, there's these nerds in high school and there's like nice nerds and then there's mean nerds. And if you watch a show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, in the sixth season, so in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there's like the the good people and the bad people. And the good people, it's like Buffy and it's like uh, Xander and it's like um, Willow. And Willow's a great depiction of a, a nerd with a lot of nuance. Because, and, and, Willow's played by Allison Hannigan, who's beautiful and really talented. Um, so, but with Alice, uh, with Willow, Willow was so well written. It was it's one of the best depictions of like a nerd, because basically it's just they show that one Willow's very neglected by her parents, so she's a little lonely. Two, she just happens to be really smart, so she's really into learning. That's kind of her nerdy thing. But I, I I don't know. She's a very well written character, and um, what's my point? Oh oh, so she's so Willow's kind of a, 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 an example of like kind of like a cool nerd or a nuanced nerd or like a I don't know. It's it's one of the best written characters ever, Willow. And seeing her journey through the through the series is just really great. Watching her come into her own is just really awesome. Um, but the other thing they did in Buffy that I really liked in season six, they had these like mean, in my opinion, misogynist nerds, and they were the bad guys of that season. Every season had bad guys in the show and the bad guys for season six were like just really misogynist nerds. So it was like the good nerds versus the mean nerds. That's what season six was. So it was like Xander and Giles. So it was the good guys against the bad guys. But the bad guys in season six were kind of like mean, bitter nerds, right? Anyway, so the reason I say that is in high school, there's this group of nerds. They were kind of mean. (laughs) And I think that's why, like... So I had my best friend Emilio, and he was, like, really cool. So, like, at his house, we would watch, like, the X-Files and that kind of thing. Uh, but then there was these, like, mean nerds. Anyway, so these mean nerds would have, like, Star Wars parties. 
And, you know, I would watch Star Wars with them. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. But I, I guess I was sort of associating Star Wars with the mean nerds. Um, so I wasn't quite, like, jumping on the Star Wars bandwagon yet. Okay, now, fast forward to I moved to California, San Francisco Bay Area, and me and my ex-girlfriend had broken up, so I was heartbroken. But then I saw, like, in the newspaper or something, I saw an ad for something called WonderCon, which is a comic book convention. And it's a huge comic book convention in San Francisco. So I saw this con. I had never been to a, a, a comic book convention. Uh, I was heartbroken. So I was like, cool, I'm going to go to this comic book convention. And y'all. <laughs> it was 2008. This comic book convention completely changed my life. One of my favorite authors, Stephen Pressfield, he talks about the day you turn pro, turning pro, and he means spiritually, like the day you know what you want to do with your life uh, as far as your mission, your, your, your art. For me, I, move, uh, I go to this comic book convention. It's 2008. It's called WonderCon. And I knew. I was like, oh, crap. Like, this is like heaven for me. It was nerds. It was nice nerds, you know what I'm saying? It was good nerds like Willow, Xander from Buffy. It's good nerds. And the other thing, I saw, you know, cosplay, like insanely good cosplay. The cosplay is crazy. Because cosplay, these are you got to think like, you know, you watch a Marvel movie, you watch a Star Wars movie, they have professional, uh, straight up professional um, costume design, you know, they got, they got access to top of the line. So when you see good cosplay at a comic book convention, like that's just a regular person who put together this professional looking costume. It's, it's very impressive. So, and also people don't play with cosplay, at least, uh, the San Francisco, uh, comic book conventions. I just wear like a nerdy shirt. <laughs> I'll just wear like an X-Men shirt or, you know what I mean? A Star Wars shirt, whatever. I just wear a shirt and pants. I don't, I, I'm like, can't, can't mess with the cosplay. Cause <laughs> the cosplay is so good. Anyway, so, yeah, I go to this convention. There's an R2-D2 there. Somebody, a regular person, built an R, a, a life-size R2-D2 fully functioning. R2-D2 is like a robot in a droid in Star Wars. So there's Jedi Knights, there's Stormtroopers, there's Darth Vader, there's people with lightsabers, and people are dressed like Wolverine, I mean, and they look good, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's like a, there's like a full-fledged 90s X-Men there, and the cosplay was cr- crazy good. It's so good. Okay. So, my point in saying that is, like that was my going pro moment that was like oh that that was like i'm gonna since i'm religious spiritual that was my calling from god like julie this is what i want you to do with your life and because it was 2008 i was walking around the convention floor where you're looking at all the stuff you're looking at comics you're looking at like you know there's different action figures you can get there's just all these really awesome um like booths you can go to and then they had this huge, gigantic, it's called the Moscone Center in San Francisco. It's huge. The building's huge. And at the Moscone Center, if I'm saying it right, but um, 
they also had like a, a viewing room, which was huge. It was gigantic. Like you could fit, it looked like you, you could fit like a thousand people, but definitely hundreds and hundreds of people. And me, my, excuse my language, my little nerdy ass, I'm walking around the booths, right? So 2008, that's right when the MCU universe was starting. So they were doing a preview of Iron Man. And I didn't check my little pamphlet. I, I probably have it somewhere in a shoebox somewhere. I, I know I do. But they were, pre- they were premiering, like, they were showing, like, a trailer. And they are promoting Iron Man. And I bet, I don't know if Robert Downey Jr. was there. But he might have been. And my little nerdy ass, I was like, meh. <laughs> I didn't know a lot about Iron Man. So I was like, oh, I'm going to skip that. I'm just going to keep thumbing through these comics in this box at this booth. I didn't even go. <laughs> because it wasn't a thing yet. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe wasn't a thing yet. So I, I like opted not to go to this Iron Man panel. Because uh, I wanted to keep walking through the booths. And that's so hilarious to me. I had no idea. We The world had no idea that, hey, like, this was about to become a really big thing. But uh, what I want to say at the Star Wars, uh, I'm sorry, at these comic book conventions called WonderCon, I met the guy who played Chewbacca. Sorry, I always blank on his name. I got his autograph. Uh, his name is Peter Mayhew. I got his autograph. It's right here on my wall. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, It's just really cool. Um, I saw Carrie Fisher. I saw Mark Hamill. Uh, I was on a budget. So they, you could get a photo op. You could get like an autograph. And usually they're pretty reasonably priced. Like I bought a photo op with uh, Renee O'Connor from Xena. That was a couple years ago at a different convention. I have... A photo op with Michelle Nichols. You know, love her. That was amazing. She was in uh, Star Trek for the original series. Um, and there's sound, you know. But anyway, my first my first couple of conventions, you know, I could have gotten a photo op with Carrie Fisher or Mark Hamill. Uh, and I, I didn't do it, but I at least got to see them. I saw them signing autographs. It was just really cool. But as far as Star Wars goes, once I went to this convention, I was like, this is cool. I want in. I like Star Wars. I am officially a fan now. You know what I mean? And the movies, especially the original trilogy, are really good. So what I want to say is, like, uh, my friend, she's my roommate, she's not really into, you know, science fiction, which totally makes sense. But her friends will come over and they'll see, like, my Star Wars action figures on my bookshelf. And they're like, you know, I've never really dove into the Star Wars world. They're like, "Where, where should I start? Which is a great question. And I'm always like, start with Star Wars, A New Hope, the 1977 movie, because that really, that's one of the greatest movies ever made as far as I'm concerned. And also, it's just really, really good. And that explains why it resonates with so many people. You know what I mean? It's not just how cool all the stuff is, and the stuff is cool. Um, It's that Star Wars does have something to say, especially the first one. Uh, in 19, made in 1977. Okay, so, uh, so why is Star Wars a thing that I like? Star Wars is a really fun world to play in. Um, a really fun world to play in. So I totally represent, I totally recommend Star Wars. Uh, like everything I just described, it's so much fun. 
lightsabers. Like, you got to pick a side. You're on the good side. You're on the bad side. You got to pick one. Uh, I'm, I would be a Jedi Knight. Uh, okay. And then Star Wars has amazing characters. My favorite Star Wars characters are for sure Luke Skywalker, Chewbacca, Princess Leia, R2-D2, and C-3PO. I love, love, love the droids. They're just really cool. They're designed really cool. They're just cool. But also, so Princess Leia, you know, she's young, but she is, she's been around the block a couple of times because she's the daughter of senators. Um, she's fighting. She's, um... You know, basically, you have, like, the bad side led by uh, Darth Vader um, and the Emperor, and they're bad. Like, they, they want to take over the world. They want to get rid of democracy. They're jerks. And you got Princess Leia, and she's fighting for freedom. And she's young, and she she's brave, and she cares about the cause. And the cause is really important to her. Um, so because the cause she's fighting for, which is freedom, because that's so important to her, she's just not afraid. She's not afraid at all. She is a fighter. So Princess Leia is cool, really cool. That's why you want to start with Star Wars A New Hope 1977. Princess Leia is cool. She's confident, and she believes in the cause she's fighting for. Now, then you got Luke Skywalker, uh, who is uh, basically a country boy. He's just a farmer, right? And the minute he sees, he gets this, like, little hologram message. He sees a hologram message um, from R2-D2, one of the robots, the droids. He sees the message. Then the part where he's brave is, um, and he gets motivation, spoiler alert. He definitely gets some motivation. But once he sees that message, he's, like, he's got to leave the farm. He's got to go out into space and help Princess Leia with no skills. <laughs> I mean, some skills, but he doesn't really know a lot. So, but the cause is real. He wants to fight for freedom as well, and Princess Leia inspires him. So, these characters, especially Luke and Leia, um, and I got their action figures on my bookshelf. They're super, super, super compelling. Start with Star Wars: A New Hope. That I mean, honestly, that's the only movie you need to watch if you never watch any Star Wars. If you like it. You can watch all the Star Wars because there's so much Star Wars. <laughs> okay, so Star Wars inspires us to do good in the world for sure. Um, I was listening to the commentary of one of the Star Wars movies and Luke Skywalker. Uh, no, dude, <laughs> Luke Skywalker, George Lucas, George Lucas, who wrote and directed the first one. Um, he said, uh, he, he said something very poignant, and he's a really smart guy, George Lucas. Um, but um, the poignant thing that he said, he said, um, you, know, you know, some people like to crap on Star Wars. And so he said, some people say, oh, Star Wars, it's just this empty thing that's meant to sell toys. And then he's like, other people, they like glorify Star Wars. And they're like, oh, it's like the greatest thing ever. And Luke, uh, George Lucas was like, well, it's it's kind of more it's in the middle of those two. <laughs> and what he means is like, yeah, like Star Wars does have something to sell on my room. I think it was just a cord. Anyway, Star Wars does have like cool stuff. It has cool spaceships. It has, you know, uh, cool characters. It has uh, um, lightsabers. It has droids. It does have cool stuff in it, you know, that make for really good toys. <laughs> but 
you know, the part where George Lucas was like, but there's, he says it, he's like, it's not, he said it, it's not about spaceships. <laughs> he's like, the it's not about spaceships. It's, the movie is not, the series is not about spaceships. <laughs> there's so much more to it than that, uh, as far as storytelling goes. Um, basically, Luke Skywalker, spoiler alert, but Luke Skywalker... And Princess Leia, but Princess Leia is so, like, the minute you meet her, she's so badass. Uh, I love Princess Leia, but, so she's so badass. You don't, like, she does go through a lot, but internally, she knows who she is because she grew up in the city. She grew up, so she does go through a lot. She's a great character, um, for sure. So I love Princess Leia, one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all times, um, the journey you see does belong to Luke Skywalker. You see him grow a lot. And the biggest thing he has to do is overcome his family legacy. So, uh, spoiler alert, but we come to find out that his dad is this really evil dude, Darth Vader. So, and Luke, what's important to Luke Skywalker is his integrity. Um, he is a man of integrity. He is a man who really cares about the people in his life and the cause he's fighting for. So his big arc is, um, you know, how does he overcome uh, this evil legacy that his dad represents? And there's even commentary where George Lucas says, he says, like, he wanted to create a language for little kids that helps them understand their relationship with their father. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> so the original trilogy, there's layers there. There's some storytelling there. And yeah, at the end of the day, Star Wars is for kids. <laughs> it's for children. <laughs> and you can use it to sell a lot of toys. But in lettuce, there's Star Wars lettuce. Okay, there's, I mean, talk about the merchandising, so much merchandise. But, okay. But, <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's, there's toys. But as far as storytelling, the first, the original three, the, you know, the New Hope, um, the Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Um, it's really good storytelling, and the arc, Luke Skywalker's arc, is is phenomenal. It is good storytelling. Um, so there's more to the Star Wars uh, than just selling the toy. <laughs> so it does have amazing characters. And the other reason I like Star Wars is it does inspire us to do good in the world. Um, so there's this meme thingy... Um, uh, yeah, so I, I watch, uh, I'm on Instagram, and I follow some, like, uh, Star Wars cosplay type, um, Instagram, uh, feeds or whatever, and one of the feeds, now that it's COVID-19, it's showing first responders or, like, you know, like, doctors, nurses, etc., who also are Star Wars cosplayers, and I love it. So they show, like, doctors, nurses, what they look like when they're doctors and nurses, and then it splits it with a picture of them in their Star Wars cosplay. And it's just really cool. So Star Wars inspires us to do good in the world. It really does. And what I like about that is um, I wrote it here. 
Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, so on my blog, I'm using my blog as a reference, but of course, a series inspiring folks to do good is going to attract fans who actually do good in the world. <laughs> so <laughs> of course, this series is going to attract doctors and nurses, pe- people on the front lines doing good in the world, because the whole point of the series is to do good in the world. So it's just really cool to see these doctors, nurses, uh, social workers, etc., who also do Star Wars cosplay. That's the coolest thing in the world. Um, so that's why I like Star Wars. Um, if you've never watched it ever and you're like, well, okay, I'm going to watch the one Star Wars thing you want to start with is, uh, Star Wars New Hope 1977. Start with that one. Honestly, that's the only one you really need to watch if you don't ever want to watch a Star Wars thing ever again. But if you're, if you like that Star Wars, if you start there, then you can then just, go bananas with all the Star Wars because there's so much Star Wars. There's comic books and there's so much story there. Uh, You can go crazy with all of it. Okay. So I am going to say I have some quotes here. Uh, This is George Lucas. Working hard is very important. You're not going to get anywhere without working extremely hard. That's George Lucas. I really like that. This is a quote from Carrie Fisher. I don't want my life to imitate art. I want my life to be art. Carrie Fisher, love it. Okay, she was a really good writer, y'all. Okay, here's Carrie Fisher again. People are still asking me if I knew Star Wars was going to be that big of a hit. Yes, we all knew. The only one who didn't know was George, George Lucas. So that's Carrie Fisher who said that. That's really cool. And Because, oh, the other thing about Star Wars that's just really cool, that it came from an authentic place. Like, basically, George Lucas, it, it just, I don't know, it, you know, it, it had it had a budget, a little bit of a budget, but jo- George Lucas didn't know. He didn't know it was going to be this big thing, you know what I mean? Like, so, it's just kind of cool. He just sort of made a movie, you know, but, all right, uh, here's a quote from me, Julie Kerr. Uh, I like Star Wars, and I think it's cool. I recommend it. Julie Kerr. <laughs> okay, so that is my blog. All right, stay tuned. I'm just going to plug my website. All right. Uh, Love y'all. Be good to yourselves and uh, be good to the people in your life that you love. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. Now, uh, if you're on Apple or Spotify or any of the things, I'm on a lot of platforms as far as podcasting goes. Or Anchor. Hey, props to Anchor. Uh, I'm doing this all through Anchor, a really great uh, app, um, uh, podcast app. Uh, But anyway, um, if you could subscribe or like or rate this episode or download it, uh, follow all of the things. If you like this episode, uh, go for it. Uh, also, I'm going to go ahead and um, oh plug my movie. I, I wrote a really great romantic comedy, uh, Geek Loves Punk, about a geek who falls for a rock and roll punk. So uh, totally check out my romantic comedy. It's at my website, uh, Julie Kerr, K-E-R-R studios.com, and you can watch it there. Um, and then also, uh, again, plugging my email list. If you could join my email list, that would be super awesome. If you join my email list, you get discounts on uh, my movie, on the personal development course I have. And also, uh, if you join my email list, you immediately get access to uh, the five daily habits I do to cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into my life every day. I grew up in an abusive home. It totally sucked. <laughs> but 
I'm 38 years old. I've just I've studied personal development my entire life. So I've been uh, I write I give you the five daily habits that I do every day that just help me feel good and happy every day, even when I have crappy days. All right, so totally join my email list. That's at my website at www.juliekerrstudios.com. That's K-E-R-R. Thank you so much for listening and go forth and be awesome because you, my friend, are awesome. Thank you. Bye.